0: hey sis what's
1: up hello everyone and welcome to our 10th episode of the soul sister podcast this is our final episode for this season and today you are joined with just me helen and my girl, Caitlin. Yeah. And QQ could not be here today, but we will, she is here in spirit. Um, we will be here. We're holding it down. For our 10th episode, we are going to be answering some listener questions and we're going to be talking about firsts because this is our first season of this podcast. So we're going to be talking about things like first kiss, first dates, all those things. So stick around. Let's get started. So we are going to enter into our Q&A section. We're going to start with one of the questions that you guys submitted, which is what is your biggest takeaway from the pandemic slash like, what have
0: you learned about yourself? I feel like I've learned too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a year feels like the first year I learned about myself everything like all past traumas like I've always known who I am but just like the biggest takeaway is that I slowed everything down which allows you to rethink and put things into perspective and stop you're unable to distract yourself with what's going on internally because there's nowhere to go right so I had realizations last year feel like those withered away and then went through the whole process but with a different understanding I guess so it's been very good just a lot of um I guess the biggest takeaway for me is like my I want to say rediscovering myself like I know myself but just with the skill sets I've developed um I guess having the shift in perspective having the time to um consistently check in with myself and what my why is what my what it is that I want for myself in every area of my life and sticking to that and just forming my life around that because there's not as much structure I have to adhere to right now other than outside being closed but you know Jesus sharing that should make my head hurt okay (laughs) What was was your biggest takeaway from this uh, um, panoramic? Um,
1: Honestly, my biggest takeaway from this panoramic is that I need to go to a therapist. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, No, like truthfully, like uh, no shade to myself. Like, I don't know. Everyone has their stuff (laughs) that they have to deal with. Um, in their life and it's just like like you said when you like you can't go outside you're kind of forced to to work on it Um, I'm not that good at working on things for myself I'm it's like I'm better if someone else holds me accountable so like even in like working out I work out more if I like pay for a workout class or like like an external motivation Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's just some things I feel like, I feel like I've noticed more like, oh, this is what triggers me. And like, I've kind of come to understand my weaknesses, um, and trauma a little better, but I think that needs to, that needs to be worked through. Um, I've overcome some of the obstacles. As nice. well. Like some of the things that were always issues for me, I had some firsts of like, oh, I didn't cry when this, like I cry when anything small happens. So I've like gone through some things where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I was able to do this and not cry, like way to go me. Um, yeah. Okay, so our next question is um, not as deep with some lighter questions. God. Um, so tell us or tell me, I guess um but us as in the listeners tell us the story of your first kiss
0: the year was no I don't remember the year it was <laughs> but I, it happened later so not to like two to be, be but you know I was the girl I was pink as well. I was the girl that every guy at school wanted to kiss from like middle school and I had a rule and, and in high school like you know and I'm like, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> but i was so cut your lips look like tree bark i don't know why those guy's trying to like have his first kiss with me like i was i was feisty oh my god was feisty. y'all think i'm feisty now Woo. um but uh, karma got me because my first kiss was with a ugly Dotty boy my first ex um <laughs> yeah i had a rule that like i wouldn't kiss anyone until i was 14 and i actually had my first kiss at 15. oh my god i don't even remember i just know it was with him but i don't remember trauma that's a trauma response. So is trash. And um, I'm married now. So that's supposed to be a lighthearted question, Caitlin. Should... <laughs> oh.
1: Helen. Yeah, a little, <laughs> it's a little more lighthearted. Um, I also did not have my first kiss until I was also 15. Maybe Wow. Yeah. So but it wasn't because I didn't want to. I just like, I don't like, I don't know if none of the boys liked me, but like they probably were just pussies or that either one of the two um but yeah my first kiss was with also with my first boyfriend we were on our first date and um it was the end of the date and I like I was like so freaking nervous it's like I don't know how to kiss like how do you kiss somebody I don't know and um I remember like I remember reading I remember googling like how
0: to kiss which sounds ridiculous. I'm the same type of girl if I, I haven't, haven't done, done something period prepared preparation I don't want to go into something not I feel you and it said like um you can practice on a cupcake and I remember
1: thinking to myself like dang it like where am I gonna find a vegan cupcake like two days before this date like should I go get some baking supplies bake a cupcake and then okay. practice making out on this cupcake like I don't I don't know if it's because like the icing is the same texture as like lips
0: or I don't I would know, think an apple. apple an apple
1: you I
0: know mean very intense
1: oh I guess I just think it's because like cupcakes are soft I don't know I hadn't practiced the first kiss on a cupcake because I was not able to acquire one <sighs> date. um but at the end of the date he had taken me like he had subwayed me because you're just little 15 year olds on the TTC so he was like let me subway you all the way back up to where you live so we were at the at the exit and obviously I knew he wasn't gonna exit with me because then he'd have to pay the TTC fare again so we were at the exit and um we had hugged and I was like oh dang it like he's not gonna kiss me and then we pulled out so we were like not like we were still sort of like half in a hug like you can't since this is an audio podcast. You can't see my expression, but like you know when you hug someone and then like if you half pull away, we were like half pulled away out of the hug, and then he leaned in to kiss me, but I was not planning to kiss him because I thought we were just gonna hug. I was like, dang, there's no kiss. So he leaned in to kiss me, and then I m- I missed his lips. Like I kissed like just right on the corner of his lips and like partially on his cheek. Now, nah, and- baby, you was playing hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so I don't know how like I have ever thought this quick on my feet but I was so quick on my feet and I was like okay Helen play it off play it off act cute be be cute be a cute small little like I've never had a kiss but I've never kissed anyone before I don't know how to do this and I was able to pull it off I like tucked my hair behind my ear and like looked up at him and I was like this is my first kiss like I've never kissed anyone before and it worked because he was like oh don't worry and like then took me and like actually kissed me and told me after that he thought it was adorable so a bitch thought on her feet even though she screwed up the first time you know she's solution oriented a problem solver yeah. honestly it's the best policy folks especially if you can play it off as cute just a little ear tuck you know the the Debbie Ryan where she like tucks her hair behind her ear and she like does this weird face it was one of those.
0: That's hilarious. That's good
1: though. That's a good first kiss story. So, since we talked about firsts, this episode first kisses, I want to know about your first, um, your first date.
0: A fantastic fucking segue, bitch. Yes, because it's gonna be like really fine. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, my first. I don't, do this. I don't even think I had. Have... <laughs> the movies actually it might have been the movies mm-hmm. it was just like you know I know, it wasn't anything like super exciting or extravagant and it wasn't like a cute story to look back on even after being broken up you know you can reflect like oh that was a cute for no mine is also mine is also a movie date I feel
1: like that's really common in high school for a first date for like, sure on a Tuesday about Oh, I was mine even? I don't know when mine Because
0: It's half off. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I think movie dates are really common when you're in high school because then you have something to talk about. Um, mm. Or like worst case scenario, the date goes bad. You can just be like, "Oh, I thought we were just gonna watch a movie and then go home after the movie's done." Mm. That was my thinking, at least. So. Yeah, I went to see a movie for my first date, same person that my first kiss was with, so this was all on the same day. Um, I don't know. Oh, this day. Summer. Yeah, my first kiss That's really was really cool. On the same day as my first my first date with my first boyfriend ever and was, he was all of my firsts. Um so what even happened? We went to this movie at the end of the movie, it was January. So there were still like Christmas lights up and um we went on a walk after watching the movie because the date was like going pretty well um so we were just right. like, walking around um I think we had like gotten food or something just walking around and then we walked really far and ended up in a rich neighborhood and you know all the rich people got the really nice Christmas lights up so we went to go yeah. see all of the Christmas lights so we, we like walked around the rich neighborhood and went to see all of the Christmas lights and it was it was really cute like for our cool. first date all things
0: considered, happy for you. That's a cute. Did you see what I mean? Like that's a cute um, first date to reflect back on. Even like y'all, like I'm sure you don't care, give a fuck about your first boyfriend, but it's just like, oh, that was cute. Like that's cute. That is nice. Yeah. No. All
1: things considered, like I really can't complain about the the first relationship I was ever in. It was like not good, but it was like it was okay and I'm not gonna look back on it and be like ew that was nice it was gross or whatever but yeah tell me about the first time that you ever like drank or got drunk
0: well so the first time I ever drank alcohol was at my best friend's Quintanera and she had a corona and we were oh wow that that drink did not age well (laughs) even saying it coming out my mouth and I no no I didn't (laughs) we had a sip of beer and that was about it It tasted gross i don't like beer i like the smell of it. it reminds me of my family they're not alcoholics they just have barbecues you didn't ask anyways so first time i was drunk high school grade 12 i'm single at this point my best friend was more wild still is but definitely more on the wild party side than me because I cannot get away with that type of stuff. But my parents, I would have to go sleep over at her house for if we were gonna like go to a party, right? So it was Nui Blanche. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> of course it was. Because
0: you know Marcy, I'm mm-hmm. Artie. <laughs> so <laughs> Nui Blanche, the drink, the, the selected drink of the night was Smirnoff. And uh, my best friend's cousin. <laughs> Had come, me and him like would flirt with each other, whatever, whatever. Would It's just because our personalities got along, anyways. So, so you know, typical high school shit, pour it in the water bottle, drinking mm-hmm. it on the bus on the way there to Nuit Blanche. I did not know, I did not learn, and I did not learn this until a couple years after. But like, alcohol doesn't hit you right away, it takes about 45 minutes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That was we go go, go drinking it, right like, on it oh, like water i mean got to eglinton west station i'm gonna tell you the station because it is ghetto and you need the information ours though fuck myself okay so by the time I got to the station pff, balance what is that i don't know i was like almost fine and then so my best friend's cousins grabbed me like caitlin like stand up caitlin stand up like before they um <laughs> like before you get arrested for like public intoxication Mm-hmm. 17 at the time right so get on the subway and i was drunk like me and the Ducky dumpling X, um he broke up with me a couple months before that so my best friend was trying to take me out like have me meet someone else blah, blah, blah. so but a part of me was just i'm just a loyal bitch so while I was drunk, I thought her cousin. There were moments I thought he was my ex. So then I was like, I think I was trying to kiss him or something on the subway or whatever. But I thought it was my ex, whatever. By the time we got downtown, I don't know what station we got off from here. Pfft, a trip. I was. <laughs> oh, if we got off the station. I don't even remember walking. He sits me down. He's like, "Caitlin, Caitlin, you need to." I'm like, mm-hmm. he's like, "Caitlin, you need." Something? I'm like. Mm-hmm. He's getting upset. I'm walking around. You see, like I always compliment everybody. I'm social. I'm fun. Woo, 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 yeah, that times thirty. I'm going up to everybody. I'm like, oh my god, you're so pretty. Oh my god, you're so pretty. You're so pretty. Oh my god, you're so pretty. And it just progressively kept getting more drunk, more drunk, more drunk. I wasn't drinking anymore, but like it was just hitting me. Mm-hmm. drunk, and I was hungry. I didn't eat right. So then from the rest of the night, like I just thought my friends. I my best friend, and um, she, her boyfriend at the time came, and it was her cousin. No, she wasn't dating fuck. That's not wrong. My best friend, her boyfriend at the time, and then her cousin, who I was flirting with, two separate people. She was not dating her cousin. Just want to make that clear. Okay. <laughs> we, we went to, we launched together. Um, I thought they were figments of my imagination. Like, I thought they weren't real. I was drunk. They kept telling me, like, where to go with them and for them to take care of me. And I remember thinking in my head, like, I don't know if this is real or if it's a dream, but you know what? Let me just listen to them in case it's not a dream so I can get home safe, right? Mm-hmm. Drunk bitch, but still a smart bitch. So from then on, I was seeing a bunch. Of, it was tripping me out because everyone was downtown. So I'm seeing people from high school, people that graduated from high school. And I'm like, I'm going to and they're like, oh my God, how are you? I'm like, like, I see one of my boys that used to be in love with me and I was like oh my god I'm so drunk he's like you need to go home like you need everyone's like like fuck Caitlin's drunk all of a sudden I start blacking out in and out all of a sudden I'm in hero burger (laughs) sitting down beside my best friend's cousin she's there there's a burger in front of me right Uh I go to start eating it and all of a sudden half of the burger's gone I'm like where did half of it go I guess I ate it my best friend told me after she fucking ate it (laughs) and all of a sudden I'm in Burger King like this is just what I remember next I just remember I'm sitting sitting Harold Burger there's a full burger it's like I blinked and then half of the burger is gone it's like I blinked again and then I'm in Burger King walking in and there's a girl uh, talking to me and we're like to each other and she's telling me she does heroin and then all of a sudden all of a sudden it's like I blacked out again and I'm sitting on the toilet it's on the toilet, like my ass is touching the seat in Burger King. And I'm <laughs> I peeing. <can't> <laughs> and I'm peeing, and then all of a sudden it's like blackout again. I'm standing in front of the mirror in the washroom. I'm looking back, and my best friend's peeing now. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was quite. <laughs> it was my first time. I didn't. We didn't see any art, by the way. Oh no! I one knew yeah <laughs> that was my first time. <laughs> oh my Woo, you know go big or go home so, so chaotic that
1: I felt like I was drunk listening to that like I could know being like here's one moment you forgot how you got from point a to point b but you're in the next and then all of a sudden literally you're
0: somewhere, somewhere
1: yeah that's how you know you've had much any substance it's like you don't know how you got from point a to point b you're
0: like it was scary it was scary. Thank God it was with, like, safe people. But, like, so all of our listeners out there, if you're underage, we do not promote underage drinking. drinking. Um, and if you are of age, if you're drinking alcohol, anything at all, it takes 45 minutes to hit your system. <laughs> don't sure do you, it like this. <laughs> don't do it like this. Learn from my mistakes. Make sure you eat. Be with people who are around you that are will take care of you, but also never depend on anybody to ever take care of you. When you're in that state. Mm -hmm. So Helen, tell that note. Oh my god! Your first time being drunk, girl.
1: I want to know. Um, mine. I'm like almost ninety percent sure mine was also nuit blanche because I think that's like a lot of people's (laughs)
0: first time. Living the same lives. Like for real. Um, Because also, can we just say nuit blanche is in like October and it's fucking cold. So I think also why I was chugging it is because when you drink alcohol, you don't feel cold. Exactly. freezing anyways Mm -hmm. especially like if you go out there like I don't know
1: when I went in high school I was like oh I gotta look cute like no bitch you don't put on your winter coat (laughs) yeah um mine was not I don't even remember like really what happened because it wasn't that eventful I'm pretty sure I just like decided like today's today's gonna be the day today I will drink alcohol um I'm pretty sure I paid somebody's brother like who was of age like twice about right. the price of uh like bottle of alcohol like i'm pretty sure i paid him double if it was like ten dollars i paid him 20 to get it and um again poured it i'm pretty sure i poured it in like a water bottle took it on the subway everybody knows when you drink alcohol out of a water bottle on the subway by the way because nobody takes water and then makes a face after that's a fact <laughs> <laughs> like we all know we can tell you're not being slick if you're trying to hide it. But anyways, did that. I was at Neu Blanche. Um, yeah, I don't even remember what happened. I just remember like talking to people and like using the alcohol as an excuse to be like, oh my gosh, hi, I'm Helen. Like, Like talking to people who I would not normally talk to. Right. I was like concerned with being popular at the time. So I think I was trying to like talk to like popular kids and be like, oh my gosh, hi, like, we never talk, but I'm Helen, and, like, using the alcohol as an excuse to talk to them. Right. Um, but it wasn't that eventful. But another, uh, probably, like, the second or third time I got drunk, I like to, um, I don't know why, but sometimes when I drink, I like to let people know that I'm a lifeguard. So, like, anytime there's God, a really small funny. inconvenience, <laughs> Um, I remember I was at a house party and someone, some guy came in to the bathroom and like, I think I was standing there with like one of my friends, like just checking our makeup in the mirror or something. And it was one of my friend's house parties. So I was, he was like, do you guys know where the band-aids are? Like I have a cut. And I was like, don't worry. I'm a lifeguard. Okay. So first we got to clean it. And then we got to put gauze And then you hold and apply pressure. And if that bleeds through, you add another layer of gauze and apply pressure. And he's like, I literally have a paper cut. I just need a Band-Aid. I was like, don't worry. I'm a lifeguard. And he literally looked me dead in the eye. And he said, yeah, so am I. I just need to know where the
0: Band-Aids are. Um, So I want to know, the viewers want to know, what was your favorite episode
1: the film that so we've done so um honestly i found the horoscope one really entertaining especially when we were talking about like dating different horoscopes like that i saw love those promos where we're like oh my gosh have you ever dated a blank and then talked about it cuz yeah i don't know i think that was the most like relaxed it was the most fun one sometimes we can get a little serious but i really like that one what about you
0: i think for me even though i really enjoyed the horoscope ones those clips were super funny just seeing everyone's reaction like oh that was hilarious for me my favorite i think was the valentine's day episode
1: Ooh, i forgot that was about that.
0: it was it was like i don't even think it ever got dark it was fucking funny First of all, like Raman, it was cute celebrating Valentine's Day. We all dressed up in pink, mm-hmm. uh, and then we're Valentine's Day as kids. QQ's teaching us standards with her experiences and relationships, and then sharing our worst date stories. I'm still laughing for mine. I still haven't eaten Wendy's since. So I yeah, there was just a lot of like laughs. <laughs> Oh, my God. I still randomly think about that date
1: you had to, like. I try to not think about it, to be honest. <laughs> I try to erase that date from my memory. It just, oh, any oh, 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 oh. I'm cringing just thinking about this. Yo, yo, yo. Right. <laughs> you can't see through the, like, you can't see in the audio, but, like, I'm, like, clenching my fists. Like, it's just, yeah. oh, oh. The disgust is real. Hate so, taking
0: a a different turn, speaking of cringe, discomfort, and just, bleh. We also, you know cover important topics and share our stories, our experience, of course, all these topics, which sometimes you know could be hard. It takes vulnerability, especially putting it on a platform on a podcast for everyone to hear. So what was the hardest episode? for you I think
1: definitely the friendship breakup Mm. one um I had a very difficult story to tell and I was like I say at the beginning of the episode I'm afraid to talk about it because I don't want like backlash um the reality is is like nobody really cares about you as much as you think that they care about you and your business and what you're doing you know, so like no one has said anything to me, but it was really scary for me to tell that story because I haven't like openly told that story um, before, but I think it's like really necessary because I felt so alone when I went through this big friendship breakup. But um, the more I tell the story, the more I find other people who went through it. And I'm like, oh, like I wasn't alone. Like I'm not a bad person or like I'm not crazy or I didn't deserve that, like if this just right. happened to some people.
0: I wanted to ask, did um sharing that story? Because that was the first time well, I know the first time I heard it, I believe the first time Quincy has heard it as well. Um did sharing that with us in our podcast, knowing it was gonna be put out, how did that make you feel after it was done, after the episode was released? Did it did you find any like healing I know there was anxiety in the beginning but was there any like do you find any healing in it afterwards I
1: think I didn't don't know if I like personally healed from telling the story but I think it strengthened my relationship with you guys like I can tell sometimes that you guys now are like a little bit more cautious in the actions that you do or sometimes Quincy does it particularly sometimes where if she does something or like if she can't respond or if she leaves me on red, she'll know that like I'm afraid that all of a sudden people are just gonna get up and leave and so she'll like text me and be like by the way nothing's wrong I'm not mad at you I just like have something to do or like so the and that's something that like people haven't really done for me before like they haven't gone back and just like reassured taken note of my trauma and then reassured me on the things they know make me anxious but after telling that story I've noticed um I've noticed that you guys especially do it more because you guys like are it's one thing for our listeners to hear it but for like my friends to actually hear the full story it makes a difference in the way that they you guys treat me in a good way
0: Mm, okay good I'm so glad I'm so glad. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, we've learned. I feel like this podcast. I'll answer the question, but I feel like this podcast like has um, allowed us, of course, it has to, because the way in which the topics that we talk about, the way in which we're honest, just you know, it gives us almost an excuse to get to know one another on a deeper level. Given like the topics we touch and understanding one another i know even when we were had the episode talking about being a supportive versus an overbearing friend and helen was like i like to complain i'll be real if i'm mad and i'm so solution oriented but i know the feeling too of like if i just want to vent so like i i've especially myself felt that adjustment of when say if she messages us to like like I could feel the way in which the podcast had benefited our friendships even more, which is just like wow, good on us. That's like look at that, wow. <laughs> um, in terms of heart, like which episode was difficult for me? I don't know. I feel like I have a very much like ah, eh, the world type of I don't feel the whole mm-hmm. type of attitude. Um, so there were obviously I don't know, like there were talk there was. Mm, it, was, it wasn't necessarily that anything was hard. It was just like reflecting moments of my past that I'm like, dang, I forgot the way I had felt about that situation. Mm-hmm. Which I guess was the friendship breakups. It wasn't personally hard, but when I was reflecting on when me and my best friend in high school had had our time apart, I hadn't reflected on that. And the details of it for so long that I was like, shit, like that, that was a hard time in my life. It wasn't hard to share, but it was just, yeah, I don't think I had any episode that was necessarily hard to talk about. Um, I, I i could tell you the episodes that were hard to edit, I'd be talking, I'd be talking a lot. Like, dang, but I, sometimes I got a little bit too much to say. <laughs>
1: well thank you for um following us through this journey for an entire season we're really grateful for every single person that um that listens to these episodes um I don't know it makes a difference like knowing that you're putting out content that we we work hard for we like whether or not you guys know it, like we put in effort into planning everything and editing everything. And it does, it is like having a part-time job and it is, it is nice to have people um, listen to the content we put out and enjoy the content we put out because that's like the, the reward at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I was going to say, we see everybody that likes, comments, shares, all messages we've gotten on our account and personal accounts. Like Helen was saying we really do appreciate each and every one of you and it's so dope that it has allowed us to stay connected with a lot of people in a different way Mm -hmm. so Helen you want to tell them some stuff we got coming up for season two
1: yeah so in season two um, we hope to integrate more Q&A sections we're gonna try to set up A question or advice forum where you can submit anonymously because we know if we put it up on our Instagram story, we can see which Instagram account it's coming from. So we will try to set it up um, in an anonymous way. In our next season, we are going to be bringing on more people. So we started the season with just Helen. Quincy, and Caitlin, so that you could get to know us, Um, but we want to bring in a few of our other soul sisters, so they can talk about areas where they're experts or have a lot of advice or opinions on, Um, so get excited, because there are new things coming. So since QQ isn't here to end us off with our quote, I'm going to leave us with a quote from the iconic movie, which we Constantly base our friendship off of um, the Cheetah Girls. So this may not seem related, but I think it's funny. Um this quote is from Galleria. And um it says, if he can't respect my art, he can't have my heart.
0: Hear you. From your soul sisters. Thanks for sticking with us this season, and we'll see you the next season.
1: Don't forget to um, like. Follow us on social media. We're at Soul Sisters Pod on Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter. Follow the podcast, like, share with your friends, do all the things, and we'll see you next time.